Hello and welcome. It's Monday and it's Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy. And today we have a special guest today who join us. Well, he's going to tell you everything about him and his amazing and impressive journey and how he can help you. And we talk about the power of planning each day and every day and what you can do and how you can benefit from it. And our guest today is Brady Ross. Hello, Brady. Hi, Jim. Hi, Lucy. How are you guys? We're doing it very, very well, but this is a subject that I think most people eschew. They just ignore it as if it's something that doesn't really matter. It just happens, but this is really important. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I think that, you know, when I think about the alternative, you know, you can plan your day or you can hope that success happens accidentally. And I think that's how a lot of people start the day. You know, you don't really know where it's going. Maybe you have some things on your to-do list. Maybe you hope to accomplish something specific or not specific. But I will tell you guys, the main thing that I love about planning each day is that I get to think ahead of time, what will success look like for me the following day? At the end of the day, you know, when the work day is done, when I've spent time with my family, when I am getting ready to put my head down on the pillow and go to bed, what do I want to have accomplished by that point? And as I make these plans for myself, to me, I'm getting to lock in, so to speak, the main things that I want to accomplish each day. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it will always happen. You know, we live in an unpredictable world. I think that we have to allow ourselves a little bit of grace and a little bit of flexibility there. But to me, the fact remains that without some semblance of a plan, you're hoping to stumble into success and it doesn't always work that way. I love it, Brady, because what you're talking about, in my opinion, is intentional living. You're not being a victim and just hoping things just flow, just happen. You're saying being deliberate and what you want to do with your life and directing it yourself. Being yeah. the boss of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of agency that comes even from just what you're talking about. You know, if you have this mindset that I am in control of my life, I'm in control of my destiny, then you have that power to make that plan for yourself and trust that you're going to follow through on what you decide is most important to accomplish each day. I love that. It is amazing. Well, Brady, I have a question. Most of us, I'm pretty sure most of the listeners too, at least at some point of our journey to success, uh, when we hear about planning and plan our day, the first thing comes to mind, we plan our work. We plan working on this project, on that, go and get a new job or build a side hustle or something. But you told me before we started the recording about your personal journey and how you apply your planning into more than that exercise. So tell us more. Yeah. Um, so I'll give a little bit of context for my story. And I know that in the show notes, you know, you'll share my website and my book and I tell about, you know, myself in there as well. Um, but just to give the listeners a general idea, you know, planning my days is not something that I've always done. I remember like it was yesterday, I was 18 years old. I weighed almost 300 pounds. I was not making good grades in school. Um, I had friends, but I didn't feel super confident in myself. I didn't feel uh, a lot of times like I could put myself out there and start conversations or form relationships and over time, as I began to realize the power of small daily habits repeated consistently over time, I was able to transform my life. Obviously, it didn't happen overnight. Most things that are worth doing take time. And this is certainly an example of that. 
But over the next several years, I was able to improve, you know, my grades. Um, I made three D's my first year in college, and somehow I still finished with a GPA over 3.5. I don't remember the exact number, um, but over 3.5. I went to graduate school. I think I made one B or two B's in all, you know, 70 something hours that I took in graduate school. Um, so I was able to improve my study habits, my physical habits. I ended up dropping almost 100 pounds in the past five years. I've done multiple half marathons, multiple multi-sport races, you know, a triathlon, a couple duathlons. Um, and then relationally, I just felt so much more confidence in myself. And it wasn't necessarily because, you know, I was going down in pant sizes or I was able to wear clothes that didn't fit before. But I think kind of like we started off the episode talking about, I think it was just this degree of control and agency that I had never felt in my life before. Um, through that transformation, I realized I'm in charge of my own destiny and it takes work and it takes discipline and it's not always easy, but it's such a good feeling to feel like you are in control. And I think that when you intentionally plan your days over time, you will begin to develop that feeling in a greater sense than you currently have. Um, so that's a little bit of a rant. If I remember right, the question was originally about planning and exercise. Um, and I think that's super important. You know, I think, like I talked about before, we give ourselves a little bit of grace, you know, things may not always go according to plan, but I think that one way to lock in a good habit is to flesh out the time, the location where you're going to do it and to make decisions in advance that will make it easier on your future self. So just to make this practical, I go to the gym every weekday morning and every night what I will do is I will set out everything that I need for the next morning. You know, I'll have my gym clothes folded. I usually set them on a shelf in my closet so that I can walk into the bathroom first thing in the morning, get my gym clothes, put my shoes on and go out the door. Um, I usually take pre-workout before I go to the gym. I set that out on the kitchen counter, make sure that's ready to go. And that streamlines everything the next morning so that when my alarm goes off super early, I won't tell you guys how early I wake up because people would judge me and call me crazy. Um, but I know that if my alarm goes off and it's still dark and my wife is still in bed next to me and I don't have those things lined up, the likelihood of me going to the gym decreases at that point. And so I have to put these things in place to make it easier on my future self and in a way serve as a commitment device to, again, lock in what I've already decided, what I've already planned that I wanted to do. No, that's not a rant. I want, I mean, I'm just thinking about in the workplace. If someone followed with everything you just said, and when they walk, to, walk into your office, you imagine what a different attitude they'll have about their co coworkers and their boss and about their, what they have to go through the day, no matter how challenging it might be, they'll be a lot more uh, spirited, more patient, more intentional about themselves. I and mean, I could just see right now, even diversity, different, everything would be very, very different. Oh yeah. And it makes things attainable, right? Because yes. a lot of us have these nebulous goals. Like, you know, I just finished my first book. I'm getting ready to start on my second book. And for anyone who's written a book knows that is a massive task to think about taking on. And so if you just say, I want to write a book and you don't have a plan for how you're going to do that, what's the likelihood that that will ever happen? It's probably pretty low. But if instead you say, I'm going to write 500 words a week, 100 words a day, I'm going to write from 
you know, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. every morning, or maybe you write later at night, the timing doesn't matter. The fact that you choose a time and you put that in your schedule and you hold yourself as much as possible to that plan that you've made for yourself, that's what's going to increase your chances of doing whatever it is that you say you want to do. Zig Ziglar in his famous book, See You at the Top, said exactly the same thing when he talked about writing a book. He said, you're not writing the entire book in one day. You're just writing pieces of it as you go along, but doing it consistently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So powerful. So everything else, I mean, the feeling of control when you have everything planned and everything goes by the plan, it's amazing. And just like your website says, it allows you to dominate each day. And I'm pretty sure every listener, listener now thinking, I want that feeling. I want that feeling of control. So, Brady, what will be the first step in order to get closer to that special order of things? Yeah, so here's what I do. I set three goals every day, never more, never less. I like to keep things lean. And so there are days when I feel like there are 10 things that I want to accomplish. But the reality, as we all know, is if everything is urgent, nothing is urgent. And so if I have 10 things I want to accomplish, I force myself as much as possible to narrow it down to just three. If I need to put other things on a to-do list, I will. But here's the cool thing that happens. I'll get really practical here. I So I told you earlier, I am a multi-sport athlete. I've done a triathlon in the past, planning to do another one this year. I don't really like swimming. Well, let me back up. I enjoy swimming when I get in the water, but that initial feeling of jumping in the water, being cold, having to tread water because I can't reach the bottom at my pool at my YMCA, that's a super uncomfortable feeling, especially at five in the morning when I get there. Um, it's very easy for me if I don't plan that in advance to not follow through. Um, so what I will do, and again, we're getting into the nitty gritty here. Um, your listeners, you guys don't have to do this exactly the way that I do, but I found that this is what works for me. So these three goals that I set for myself, it's very important to me that I set them the night before. And so when I do that, I am not as motivated by those present feelings of wanting to avoid that feeling of getting in the water and being cold or wanting to avoid, you know, whatever task it is. Um, I'm a little more motivated when I'm setting goals for myself in the future. And that for me, is how it functions as a sort of commitment device. And I went off on that rant because it was a swim day for me today. So the night before, last night, when I'm setting my goals, one of my first goals is I want to swim this distance. It's something that I know I can do. I've done it regularly for the past several months. But setting that goal, and especially doing it ahead of time, is a little extra motivation that helps me follow through. And then what I'll do, I have a habit tracker and these are easy to get. Uh, James Clear, he does a lot of great work on habits. He wrote Atomic Habits and he also produces a habit journal that you can go on Amazon and buy. Um, and so what it is, you have a space for every day. Um, you can customize it to the month. There are 31 spots and then multiple lines where you can write in specific habits. And so one of my habits is my three goal habit. And then each day I will keep track of how many of my three daily goals I've accomplished. And so I'm able to go back. I could do this for the last probably three or four months and see you know, how many days I accomplished three of my goals, how many days I accomplished two and one and so on and so forth. And what happens, again, I'm on another rant here, but again, I nerd out about this stuff. Um, 
I will get motivated when I see a streak of threes starting to develop. Like when I've had four or five days in a row where I have accomplished all three of my primary goals. And that motivates me to keep going in the same way. If I, you know, I'm kind of at a low point and this hasn't happened in a while, but I would say last fall, it was probably, you know, maybe once a month occurrence, I'd have a week or so where I was just in a rut and I'd have, you know, a day where I only accomplished one day where I accomplished zero. Maybe I follow it up with a day where I accomplished two. And there's a little bit of motivation that comes there as well of getting back to, you know, going three out of three each and every day. So, and to tie that back to something that we talked about earlier, we talk about, you know, small disciplines compounding into major long-term success. This is a great example of that. You know, if someone decided I'm going to try this three goal habit for a month, and then you look back over the course of that past month, and you pay attention to how many days you accomplished all three of your goals or two of your goals. And then you think about the progress that you made throughout that entire month. You can see how those daily choices, those small steps that you took to accomplish those goals, you can look back and see what it turned into at the end of that month. How did you create the habit of creating a habit? How did I create the habit of creating a habit? Um, I mean, you know, that's a good... Yes, please, please go on. Um, that's a good question. I, I have not always been the most disciplined person. It has grown over time. Um, I think the major ingredient for starting any habit is motivation. And what I've learned about motivation, this is probably going to be the topic of my next book. Um, you know, people are always saying I need more motivation. I'm just not a very motivated person. And that is never actually true. If you have the capability to perform voluntary action of any kind, you have just as much motivation as anyone. The problem with motivation is not a lack of motivation. The problem with motivation is the direction of your motivation. So with the example that I used earlier of sometimes not feeling motivated to get in the pool and swim, what am I motivated by? I'm motivated by comfort. I'm motivated by you know, getting to stay in bed a little while longer. And so I have to look for ways to increase my motivation to go and do my exercise and decrease the motivation to stay in bed and get extra rest. And for me, having the three goals helps with that, knowing how I will feel the rest of the day after I get my swim in, that helps with that. Uh, another author, podcaster, speaker that I love, a guy named John Acuff, he wrote a book called Soundtracks in 2021. And soundtracks are the repetitive thoughts that play in our head. And he teaches that one of the soundtracks that he uses to help himself exercise, he's a runner. And so one of the things that he does to motivate himself to go for runs on days when he's not feeling it is he tells himself, I'll feel awesome after. You know, the act itself may not feel great, especially if you're running on a, you know, 20 degree day. Um, but he'll feel awesome after he'll feel physically good because of the endorphins that come with running. And he'll also feel emotionally and mentally strong because he persevered and did something that he didn't want to do. So those are a few of the things that help for me. Accountability is also huge. I personally am way more motivated to accomplish goals when I tell someone else that I'm going to do something, because then what if that person follows up and says, Hey, did you do this thing that you said you were going to do? I either have to say, yeah, I did, or no, I didn't, and here's why. Is it wrong, Brady, that my only motivation for going to the gym and eating right is the fact that I get the chance to hear Lucy, if I'm looking right, saying, dang, Jim. 
That's all I think about. Not dying early, just dang, Jim. That's all I care about. Okay? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Do you go to the gym? <laughs> well, it works for us. It works for us. <laughs> it works, yeah. If it's effective, then hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, buy speedos in a lot of different colors. Okay. <laughs> hey, I get the same thing from my wife. I can say that because she's not within earshot right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, our dear listeners, today's guest is Brady Rose. You can find his book and you can book coaching session with him on bradyrose.com. You can find link in the description to this episode. Yes, I would highly encourage it because I don't mean to offend anyone, but of all the presentations we've had on, uh, on Habits and all, this is one of the best. And I, I really encourage you to talk to Brady, get, I mean, because he knows how to do it. I know we said that often, but I, I encourage you, you won't be disappointed. Well, thanks, Jim. That means a lot. And if I could add one more thing before we wrap up, you know, to your listeners, I'm still experimenting with this as well. You know, we talked today about the habits that I've been able to adopt, the things that are going well for me there are still things that I'm working on as well. And I've learned, and this is part of the beauty of habits and goals. It's never a finished product. You're never going to wake up in the morning one day and feel like you've accomplished everything that there is to accomplish. And now you just get to kick back and do nothing. It's a never ending journey, but it's one that along the way is full of lessons, full of fulfillment. And it's something as weird as it is to say, I enjoy discipline. And I think part of it is I know what it feels like to live without discipline and I knows how it fe- I know how it feels to live with discipline and I would take a life of discipline 10 times out of 10. Yes, one guy told me the other day that he said if I only went to the gym when I felt like it, I'd be a fat blank blank. <laughs> if you think about it, he's right. So we have to get up and do things and then create the habit. Mhm. Absolutely. And it gets easier over time. It does get easier. So this evening, Jim, when you suggest, our dear listeners, we are recording on February 14th. So today, Jim's going to suggest that we have fancy fancy desserts. So please skip that part. (laughs) Oh, man, I like apple fritters. Okay, go. And then you'll just motivate him to go to the gym tomorrow and we'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, Bridges, thank you very much for joining us, for sharing. Our dear listeners, the book is Seven Steps to Dominate Your Day and Crash Your Goals. After is Brady Rose. His website is bradyrose.com. Go order the book. Work with Brady because, well, we all have to get to the point when we're ready to change our life. And this is the person who can help you do so. For every one of you that actually contact Brady and work with him, I will eat a book. (laughs) And I want to see that, okay? Thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. This was fun. This is Motivational Monday by by Jim Jim and Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.